This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Before we get into today's episode, we would like to acknowledge and pay respects to the Wandry people of the Kulin Nation who are the traditional owners of this land. We pay our deepest respects to the elders, past and present, and to the next generation who we hope to create a different future for. The best career advice that you are not getting is to invest. Hello and welcome to Your In Good Company, a podcast that makes investing accessible for everyone. I am Maddie Guest and for the 100th time, I am in some very good company with my co-host, Sophie. Mads, well done. 100 episodes. Not so- only 100 episodes, but it happens to fall in our last episode of this year. I know. Well, we did have a couple of like mini series which pulled us over the lines, like yes. weekend series and stuff. But 100, like that is huge. It's crazy what to an think. achievement. Yeah, crazy to think that we started this during COVID and yeah. then we're still doing it now. <laughs> still going. No, we're we still, love yeah. it. No, it's so much fun. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing it at all. 100%. And you actually told me a funny story about your weekend, which kind of like gives you like cadence to like why we want to keep doing this. Gives what you was cadence. Was Great. That? Yeah, that, made, that was Perfect. It was perfect. I loved it. What happened on your weekend? This is funny. I woke up to a great audio on Sunday morning. <laughs> so I was out on the town um, with my out housemate. On the town. Out on the town with my housemate, <laughs> Nush. And we had had a few drinks and we were walking up Smith Street in Collingwood. And we decided that we wanted to go for a dance. Yeah. Good way Love. to end the night. Always. So we heard great music and we followed the music and we ended up in this club and we walked in and I'm sort of like, you know when you walk in and you're getting bearings and you're yeah. like, where are we? And this guy looks at me, throws his arms in the air and he's like, Maddie! <laughs> and I'm looking at him, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, face, 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 come on, like, who are you, who are you, who are you? And I'm like, hi! And I'm like, oh, and <laughs> the he, whole wraps, fake, like- he like wraps me up in this big hug and I'm like looking back at Nush, my housemate, being like, oh, do I know who is? He's like, oh my gosh, help. And I'm thinking, work, no, blah, blah. Anyway, and then he turns around, introduces me to he, all his friends, and he goes, this is Maddie from You're In Good Company. It's like my favorite podcast. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I turned to Nush, and her eyes are like, what on earth is going on? Anyway, we're chatting. He was so lovely. It honestly made my entire week. It was just like the best interaction. Nush, my housemate's like taking photos of us, being like, guys, like pose. Well, it was hilarious. And then as I'm walking, like go to, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get a drink. And he goes, say hi to Sophie for me. <laughs> I think it's so nice. It's like when it was, you get that human interaction of oh, people that want to, you know, we're all like-minded people. We're all listening and watching and talking about the same things. And honestly, it's just so nice when you get that human contact. It was the best. So that's um, why we're here for our 100th episode. Our last is our last episode for the year. We have been very busy working on a summer series for you all. It's going to be coming out from the 10th or the week of the 10th, the 10th of January. <laughs> Somewhere around Just to then. confirm, the 10th of January. And it's going to be 
all about industries to watch in 2023 as we set up our portfolios and maybe realign our goals, our strategies. So we had you guys vote about what you want to hear about. So it's coming to your ears. Very exciting. Definitely keep your eye out for that. But today for our final episode of the year, we did want to pay homage to one of our favorite podcasts, The Imperfects. We did a vulnerability house style episode earlier in the year and we got lots of messages from you guys we know that you loved it just as much as we did it was such a fun episode but if you are not aware of how the vulnerability house works i will give you a quick rundown so i am going to give soph three prompts and she has to pick one of them that she wants to talk about and then we're going to do the reverse Now, we're going to put a little sort of finance and money spin on the prompts to make sure that it is relevant for us. But shall we get into it? We shall. We shall get into it. So you're going to give me three prompts and I choose one of them and then I have to detail one of them. Exactly. Then we discuss. Then we discuss. We chat. We We have a nice chat. Lovely. As we always do. All right. Number one. Do you think money is unfeminine? Okay. number two how do you feel after spending a large amount of money yeah number three how would you live your life differently if money were no factor oh my god (laughs) talk us through what are you feeling what are you thinking i want to answer all three i think they're incredible questions i think off the bat i will cancel out Number two, which is how do you feel about spending after spending a large sum of money? Yep. Um, just because I don't think I have a lot to say about it, to be honest. Usually when I'm spending a large sum of money, I've thought about it for a while. Once I've done it, it's kind of done and over. Fair. And my biggest sum of money that I've ever spent is probably not as big. You know, I've never bought a house or yeah, so maybe okay. it's not as interesting at this point in my life. Fair. Do I think money is unfeminine is so interesting but I don't know how much I could give you right now without having a real think about it okay. now that I'm on the spot. Yeah. But I do really want to talk about it. Maybe we'll, we'll tag that down for next season. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think it's an incredible question and I do think um, money potentially has been a construct historically more for men, mm. but then I don't want to say that as a general statement and then be held to that because I haven't thought about it enough. Fair. So incredible topic, but I'm probably going to go question three. All right. How would you live your life differently if money were no factor? It's still so hard because I want to think about it. If money wasn't a thing, is does that mean that I had like endless amounts of money to spend, or yeah. it was like it wasn't even a concept? Yeah, let's say you've got like enough money to do whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah, okay. So I think like when I was growing up and um, thinking about my uni career, I was mm. always and ever since a young age I've always been really driven by money I'm one of those people that like money in a sense you know could bring me happiness because it allows me to buy the things or do the things or experience the things I want to do yeah it gives you freedom gives me the freedom and so I've always had jobs like since I was 15 because I want money yeah so I think when I first think about that question is like I would probably be doing something really different with my life if money was no object because even though I love the job that I'm in and I really get so much out of it. And I honestly, I'm so lucky to say that I go like into work every day, happy to be there, happy to be Mm. around my team. I know that's not as common as people think, Mm. but I think I would be in a different career. 
I think I would be in like photography, <laughs> which, yes. is, which is so random. But I've always thought the coolest job in the world would be someone who gets to travel and take photos of really cool things. Yeah. And I am very drawn to like photos and like places. So like when I see like amazing photos on Instagram or on TikTok or wherever they are, I'm always like, I want to be there. I want to experience that. I want to be able to capture that and like give it to other people because I think it brings me so much joy when I see it. Do you know what's so funny? Mm. We went to like school together. We went to high school together. And I just have a really distinct memory of your older sister as we were growing up, Charlotte. She was two, three years above us yeah, at school. Three. Yeah, And she did photography. And yeah. she was quite good at it Yeah, from what I remember. Wow, you've I'm got sure a good memory. I'm sure my standard was – I mean, I'm sure Charlotte was great at it and I'm sure my standard was pretty low. But <laughs> I have this distinct memory of Charlotte doing photography. Like it's one of – like it's so sharp in my head. Yeah, well, it's interesting. So my older sister um, – now paints this mm. beautiful picture yeah. not that anyone can see but if you've ever watched our instagram photos you see a blue picture with the painting of the daisies that's my older sister who's painted that so talented so talented and she does it on the side shout out to her instagram Shar paints is so creative and that's mm. where she like has her outlet and then my younger sister is really similar she has a little scarf brand that you wear as tops and she designs like does not graphic design a little design. scarf brand well yeah she's got a <laughs> scarf brand called emmer E-M-U-R. And she... I'm You're just, welcome, Dicker family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Spooking. But she does all the graphic design. And then, like, you know, she's younger. She's now... I think she's 21. She is 21. And, you know, she went to the effort of, like, finding a supplier. And, like, mm. she's really creative in, like, that sense. And I always have said, like, I'm not that creative. Mm. But then this year I went and bought a little, like, um, old school, like, 35 millimeter camera. Mm. And I've went to a guy in Carlton and he taught me about how to actually use it and all like the settings because it's not like a I don't know wind up and click one it's yeah. a I'm going to use horrible technology I mean photograph <laughs> terms but you know you've got to learn how to do the aperture and the lighting yeah, blah yeah, blah yeah. and I've like when I took the photos like I found so much joy in it so linking back to the money side of it I think I would even though I love what I do I think I would get more joy out of potentially doing something more creative yeah I don't know. I think there's a big part of me that's like, yes, I'm sitting in front of a screen every single day. Yeah. And like, I think you and I had a conversation about this because it's the end of the year. When you look back at this year, it's all been, even though we've done so much, mm. all of it's been such a big blur. kind of blur. Yeah. And I think a lot of that comes from we uh, work our day jobs we work for the podcast and then we study mm. and it means that 90% of our time is in front of a screen. Yeah. So I, I think yeah, if money was no object, I'd probably be outdoors seeking a bit more adventure and seeking a bit more like beauty mm. maybe in my life. Yeah, I think for me, like the it's I've found doing the podcast really fun because that has been quite a good creative outlet and like mm. it's obviously very different to photography in terms of creativity. Yeah. Like photography is a much more pure form of that. But I think, you know, I'm the same. I love my job. I love what we do every day. But I think being able to do the podcast and sort of have another, you know, even if it is sitting on Canva and making Instagram posts and making our grid look nice or, you know, trying to come up with fun ideas for how we can structure episodes, like that sense of creativity and just thinking differently instead of being in my spreadsheet all day. Yeah. Is like, it's been a good outlet. But yeah, again, very different from like, I feel like photography is a very pure 
form or outlet of creativity. Yeah. I also think the other part of that question of like money was no object and I'm taking it as like I had enough money to kind of just do what I wanted and not have to worry about it. Mm. I think I would spend time like a little bit differently as well in terms of with friends and family. I personally just get so much joy out of like being able to do really nice things for the people that I love. Mm. And I feel like I'm often restricted potentially more in the past like six months to a year we've gone back to normal life we're spending more on going out inflation's run rampant like you know we feel the pain every day like we go to the supermarket and it's like everything is so much more expensive and I feel like I would just do I would just Uh, love to do nicer things for like you know just for example like having people round to my place and like cooking a really beautiful dinner mm. like which you can definitely do and I do that already but like I feel like I do those things more often yeah because I love doing it but you're not doing it you can't just host people for dinner every single weekend no like I mean, it'll it run money yeah like, it'll run you bro yeah but I think an, a different side in terms of career but like spending time with people is like I just love hosting things yeah. I love it and I just wish I could like put on events all the time and just be like come yeah. and enjoy the home and like but yeah. you can't do that like it's impossible I totally, yeah I totally know what you mean we're actually yeah. just having a chat before we recorded an episode like an hour ago <laughs> and then we went downstairs and you just gave me a glass of wine and cooked me dinner and I was like this is so nice and you were like yeah well it's so nice when you have someone in your home to like be able to do this for them I was like yeah I love it <laughs> you're like I hate cooking so thank god you're yeah. here but like honestly I, I, that's one of the things I get the most joy out of when people are like yeah. in your home and they really enjoy like your space mm. so I think I I think that's the yeah the other aspect would be like giving more but I don't want to say I don't want this to sound like I wish I had more money because money will bring you better time quality time with your family and friends that's not what I'm saying no. I just wish I could host more and like be more generous and yeah but generosity comes in so many ways and I I already know that um, some of my most, most general, generous friends in the whole world haven't spent a penny on me. They just give you all the time and love and attention in the yeah. whole world. But yeah, I think two, so two sides, career and then relationships. I love that. Yeah. But, I mean, do I ask you back the same question or you get no. mine? No, you give me your three prompts. But before we do that, we will take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back to see what Sophie wants to ask me. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So Mads, I'm going to ask you three prompts. First one is, if you won $1 million tomorrow, who would you tell and what would you do with it? Like you had to decide tomorrow how you exactly spend the million dollars. Mm-hmm. 
Second one is to what extent does money control your happiness? (laughs) And the third is, would you rather go back in time and fix your biggest money mistake or look forward to the future to see where you end up with your money? All right. (laughs) I'm going to say no to number three. Yeah. Because I feel like my money mistakes that I have made, you know, relate to investing and I have learned so much from those mistakes. So I wouldn't redo them. Yeah. I think they've made them the investor I am today and they were important lessons to have. Yeah. That's a good take on it. So also when I, when I read that, when I was reading that question, I was like thinking of someone who's like lost like hundreds of thousands. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Haven't had that much money to lose yet. So (laughs) maybe a good one for the future. So the other ones are if I won a million dollars and what was the other one? And to what extent does money control your happiness? Money and happiness. I want to answer that, but I just don't like you said on the is money unfeminine. I think I need time to think about it. Yeah. I'm not sure. So that leaves us with if I won a million dollars. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Who would you tell and what would you do with it? potentially controversial i don't think i would tell anyone okay not anyone not a soul yeah okay i why what's um, the reasoning behind it because it obviously is a massive like it's huge it's amazing and it opens up so many opportunities and so many doors but I feel like I am quite a rational person with money and I actually don't think like in terms of what I would do with it, it wouldn't change a thing. Like I, I wouldn't blow it on it. Like I wouldn't, you know, spend it on anything big. I wouldn't, I don't think I would do anything crazy with it. So I think I would want to just keep it to myself. Um, I would invest quite like I would invest quite a bit of it. But when we're talking investing, like, Let's break this down. Yeah. Like, what are you investing in? Why are you investing in it? Are we talking, are you talking the stock market? Are you talking property? Like, what's, like, really think about it. Yeah. Where are you putting this, ex- exactly where are you putting this money? I would put quite a large portion into the stock market because I have been really trying to put as much money aside as I can at the moment to invest in the stock market because of the downturn. Yeah. I re- like, and I'm not, like, this is obviously no view as to what is going to happen with the market, but you know, after the last couple of years, which is the extent of my experience of investing, you know, the market has gone really high um, and we've seen record, you know, record highs, in fact. And I think this drop off is a great opportunity to invest at a point where it's lower. That's going to pay off, hopefully, big time in generations to come. Okay. So, so do you I have a dollar figure on a big opportunity? So, okay, let me explain why I would say no. I would also probably want to think about property. Yeah. The reason why I'm conflicted is it feels like quite an uncertain time to potentially be buying property. Yeah. And I haven't, like, we focus a lot of our attention on, like, investing in the stock market. And I don't feel like I know enough. So I'm not sure whether I would invest that now into property or sort of put it aside and hope, like, you know, put it into the stock market for a few years and hope that it goes up and then in five years time whatever take it out and use it to invest so interesting tbc and then of course i would have some fun i'm trying to think what i would do 
The issue with not telling anyone is I can't really be like, I'm taking my family on a holiday because I'll be like, what? I was going to say, like, my first thought was like, ladies, yeah. we're going to the Bahamas. I know. I guess, okay, we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> We've encountered an issue here. Do you know what? I think I would rather, and I think maybe this is a con- this is due to not really having a, a good concept of how much money a million dollars is, mm. but... I really resonated before with what you're talking about in terms of like doing really nice things for your friends and like Mm. not necessarily doing anything one grand thing, but I almost feel like I would love, and I'm just thinking of this now, but I would love to have like a fund that I put aside that I use over like the next years and years Yeah, or, you know, not years and years, but next few years and just like do really nice things for my friends yeah and like i can make up lies like i can be like oh i got this voucher for this place let's all go out for dinner and the like, podcast paid well this yeah month. <laughs> exactly we had a river we had a river month on the podcast and i really want to like treat all my friends because you guys are so supportive like you know they don't need to know yeah they don't need to know where the money's coming from but i think maybe instead of doing like one really grand thing and maybe I can do this all. I don't know. How much is a million dollars? Who bloody knows? <laughs> a lot. How far does that go? Um, but yeah, I think maybe I'd like to do lots of just really nice things and have zero guilt about it. Yeah. Have all my friends over for dinner and cook an amazing dinner. Maybe even, you know, hire a chef. Yeah, yeah that would be it. so nice. <laughs> it's interesting what you've said to that answer because I mm. think anyone listening and even myself I have a really completely different answer. Yeah. And I would love to know what other people would do with a million dollars. Yeah. Because, yeah, wow, you've said something so different. So I think it's something we should actually put on our Instagram and into our Facebook community of getting people's thoughts of like what your breakup would be. Yeah. I feel like mine is maybe a little bit boring. It's, I don't think it's boring. I think it's really rational and smart. It feels like, but but it feels responsible, which is a bit. (laughs) Like, to be honest, my first thought was like, putting all of it into property and not having a mortgage. Mm. So it's yeah. like, it's cash outlay gone. Yeah. But then I, but then when I hear you say like, you get gains from your million dollars in the stock market, like I'm also like, oh yeah, that's, it's, it's weighing up the options kind yeah. of thing. What's going to get you a better return yeah. potentially. So it's also, it's a funny one, right? Cause obviously like a million dollars is so much money. It's so much money that mm. I can't, I can't fathom how far it would go and what I could do with it genuinely. Mm. But at the same time, I'm like, what's the average property price in Melbourne these days? Like yeah. if you're buying in a million dollar home without a mortgage, like, you know, it's, you're not, it's not like you're getting a mansion. Yeah. Like, no. You know, no, you're not like, sure, no. that's like, the, that's money gone in a blink. Yeah. And you know, you've probably got like a, you know, really nice little house in a neighborhood somewhere. But you know, that like, it's funny, a million dollars is so much money, but it's also when you're thinking about property and things like that. It, got, it disappears very quickly. Well, it depends. Yeah, I guess where you want to buy. Yeah. Are you, have you ever been one of those people where you sit on like realestate.com or whatever domain and like look at properties? It's funny. I'm not. I really have okay. pretty much never done that. I think because there are so many things that I want to do before I buy property. Yeah. Okay. I and like, it's probably partly a like limitation thing like I'm not in a position to be buying property so I am really focused on investing as much as I can into the stock market yeah but I feel very like comfortable with that and I'm kind of like I'm going to keep doing that and property is in my future but like I don't feel like I need that as an investment at my right stage in my life yeah interesting you 
I just always look at it because I'm so obsessed with looking mm. at houses. I think it's so interesting. And I'm now in, I'm actually in my rural phase. Oh, so I'm love it. Rural and I'm looking at like little huts. See, like, that actually gets me a lot more yeah. excited. Like I wouldn't be surprised if I end up being someone who like rents in an area that I want to live and, and then maybe buys like out of town to rent it down out. the beach or on a property somewhere and like somewhere a bit more random and hopefully cheaper. Yeah, interesting. I like these conversations. You really mm. do get a bit of an insight of like how other people think. Yeah. Also so interesting you wouldn't tell anyone. But I think what we should do is really put this into our community and get other people's thoughts yeah. about what they're thinking. Let's poll that. That's Let's a good poll one. it. I love having these chats. Like, I feel like we have them all the time anyway, but it is so nice to like document them and get a bit deeper. Me too. If you are listening and you have any questions you'd want us to answer in this kind of setting, please send them through either through on Instagram at YIGC podcast or in our Facebook community at YIGC investing podcast discussion group. That's one. And <laughs> if you're involved with the imperfects, and you want to, you Hello. know, do a collab of some sort, <laughs> we love you. Let us know. <laughs> but a big thank you for that inspo because I think we are seriously enjoying doing these episodes. So, Mads, we're going into summer. Very we're, exciting. I mean, we're in summer, but um, <laughs> Doesn't if feel you're like not, it. yeah, if you're listening from somewhere other than Melbourne, explainer, right now I'm looking outside. It's 13 degrees. It's I'm, summer. I actually was I'm worried about this episode that the sound's going to be bad because it's pouring so heavily outside. Pouring. So it's summer, but <laughs> maybe it's winter. The only thing that's different is light. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> What's your summer recommendation going into the period where we all get a bit of a break, hopefully? I am going to recommend probably my favorite book that I have read this year. Oh, okay. That's a good one. It is called Red Notice yeah. by Bill Browder. I'm not sure. I feel like maybe I've mentioned it on the podcast before, Yeah, um, but highly, highly recommend it. So it is told from the perspective of the author, Bill. He was, a, I'm pretty sure he's from the UK Yeah, and he was living in Russia, investing in the Russian stock market. And he was finding like all these incredible opportunities because the stock market or the whole financial system was quite sort of corrupt and there were a lot of things going on. He was being able to he was able to like take advantage of like seriously undervalued companies and he made heaps of money out of it for his fund that he had people investing in. Anyway, I won't give too much away, but the premise of the story is he becomes Putin's most wanted man. And I'm like that is not an over-exaggeration. Like, yeah. he seriously had a target on his back. And I read it before the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And, you know, you heard stories of what Putin was like, but I don't think at least I ever really had a proper understanding of that. And we now have a lot more perspective of what he's like because of what's been going on this year. But this book gives you some seriously hectic insight into the kind of things that this man will do. And... Yeah, I would highly recommend it. It is fascinating. So Red Notice by Bill Browder. Nice. Also, it would be remiss of me to say that the Equity Mates guys actually interviewed Bill Browder on an episode. So go and listen to that one too. Two what, recommendations. <laughs> what are you recommending for us? I wish it was as insightful as that. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but I'm actually recommending a product. Okay. So I'm going to be recommending the uh, Who Gives a Crap 
Christmas edition <laughs> toilet paper. Wow. <laughs> so if you haven't heard of Who Gives a Crap, they're an incredible company. They were founded in Melbourne and they are doing a Christmas edition of their recycled toilet paper and they donate 50% of their profits to sanitation projects. So like building toilets in developing countries. Mm. And they're such a cool company and this really cute and fun and it's just like a fun <laughs> way to decorate your house. Like we haven't really bought any decorations because – I actually love that. Yeah. They're just not, it's not as sustainable and yeah. whatever. And it's just, they're fun. So that's my product that I'm recommending. Nice. Simon Griffiths, the CEO and co-founder, if you're listening, we would love to have you on the podcast. <laughs> if, you've gotten to the, if you've gotten to the end of this episode, yeah. <laughs> we have recommended you. Very, very, very cool company. So I would love to learn more about your background. <laughs> anyway, I think that brings us to the end of our final episode of the year. Episode 100. We made it. Guys, thank you so much for joining us throughout 2022 we know markets have been rough let's all pray and fingers crossed for a better year next year we have so much amazing content coming your way so hope you are continuing the journey with us in 2023 we are very appreciative of your support but we hope you have a relaxing break we'll be back in your ears in a few weeks time but until then happy holidays stay safe be with your loved ones and enjoy have a little glass of champagne we will see you in 2023 bye you have been listening to an equity mates media production in the spirit of reconciliation equity mates media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout australia and their connections to land sea and community we pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all aboriginal and torres Strait islander peoples today this podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances needs or objectives before acting on general advice you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement and if you're unsure please speak to a financial professional the hosts of this podcast and their guests may have physicians in the companies mentioned equity mates media operates under an australian financial services license 540697 Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.